This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. This is Super Producer Iman, a.k.a. Raja Baba, and you're listening to the Unique Therapy 2 Podcast with your hosts, Meg Watt and Tony Brooks. Hey, everybody. It's Meg Watt, your favorite therapy patient. And I'm Detroit's bad girl, Tony Brooks. This show is for those who may not be ready to go to therapy but have questions. We also offer support and continued motivation for those who have already started their journey. We'll talk about some of my therapy experiences over the last decade. And we'll talk about my journey to achieve hashtag relationship goals. Therapy fans will join us to share benefits and lessons learned. Let's grow the community of patients standing in their truth and ready to master their happiness. What's up, everybody? It's Meg Watt, your favorite therapy patient here. Tony Brooks, I am back. Ooh, Tony Tony Brooks is back from Cancun. <laughs> what is going on with your voice? Ooh, it was a party central. <laughs> Not to say it's the least. Party, it's a party. All adults. Uh oh. Ooh. What? It was an experience. Okay, what was going on in Cancun? A lot. It was a lot. First of all, let's just start with extreme sunburn. Uh oh. You know I don't like to be out in the sun. You don't look burned though. No. I had blisters oh. and everything. <laughs> Although I did put on sunblock. So I'm I'm texting oh. these pictures out to my mom. I'm like, Ma. I think I need to go to the doctor, you know. And oh she's gosh. like, I'm in a full panic. And she's like, wow, that looks bad. Maybe you do. So oh, I'm my like, God. Holy crap. I'm panicking. And so I, she goes, you do know you have to reapply. How long were you out in the sun? <laughs> I said, well, we were in the pool for about seven hours. Oh, my God. There's a bar there. We really didn't have to get out. Well, a bar how long there. does the stuff last? I don't know. But I don't go in the sun. So I was not oh. aware. Oh, my That gosh. I needed to reapply. So was it like burning or anything? Like what? It, how does not it- until... I, I was red. I knew that. So I'm like, okay, wow, this is going to be some sunburn. I could see it coming. But the, <laughs> the shower the next, shower Ooh. later that night, Ooh. oh, yeah, it stung. Bad. It stung. Oh and I was like, God. oh, my God. Yeah. Let me put the cold water on. <laughs> Not the hot. Oh, my no, God. That's a no-go. But yeah. did you have a good time, though? I did. Yay. I did. I did some water uh, reflexology or water, water. in the therapy is with it- the jets on me. Oh, okay, yes. So that was fun. Was that good? It was fun. How did you feel afterwards? I was super relaxed. I didn't even want to party anymore. I just wanted to go to bed. <laughs> but it was my friend's birthday. She was like, I don't want to hear that. Hey, that's hilarious. <laughs> you wanted yes. to just take a nap. I did. It was good. Probably what your body needed. Because we did all of that. So we did a sauna, and then we did like a, a ice tub, what? and then we did a steam room. Okay. And then we did the water jets, and then you got a massage. Dang. Ooh, that was a little self-care panel right there. That was nice. I like that. (laughs) Man, okay. So what you been doing? Girl, so while you was in Cancun turning up, I experienced a loss. What? Yeah, a friend of mine passed away. I did not see any postings of that. Uh, Yeah, I posted. Okay, I missed it. I one time about it. Okay. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of hard obviously you know grieving you kick in the mm-hmm. grieving you kick in the morning right away. I mean this was um actually one of my friend's mom but I was closer to her mom than her oh. <laughs> so she, as you do yeah 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 we had established a relationship you know she was my favorite baby boomer but uh she had been diagnosed with breast cancer in 98 and it was metastatic in 2015 and then in February of this year you know it just took a t- turn and she passed away last last week Okay. A couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, and so <clears throat> the reason why I bring it up is because I was having asthma attacks around the clock 
Like that's how morning shows up in my life. My really? my respiratory system just is like attack. You know, <laughs> I did not know you had asthma. Yeah, well, well drop because, another bomb. I know, right? That's crazy. So I I actually with the asthma, I was managing it. Like I pretty much don't use my inhaler ever. Oh, okay. But the last time I had an asthma attack was this time last year when another friend of mine passed away. But I wasn't super close with her, not per se. But mm. it's still after we left the funeral, we went to urgent care because I needed an asthma, like a breathe a breathing treatment. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> and so fast forward to this year. So I was having asthma attacks. Like I would take the treatment, you know, have an asthma attack, take the treatment, and then six hours later, I was back to having an asthma attack. What? Take another treatment. I was taking treatments around the clock. Went to gong meditation, okay. Tony Brooks. Yes, okay. <laughs> Heard. Went to gong. No more asthma attacks. What? Yes. I'm telling y'all, this stuff be working, son. <laughs> I have I also have not cried since gong oh you didn't have to do epmd <laughs> to get it done e d r a e m d r e m d r that was the therapy pick of the first episode wasn't yes it? i remember that yeah i didn't have to do that gong like it was amazing for my healing for my wow. grieving and so now like i used to play this song when i play this song I'm about to play just a little bit so y'all can hear just a little bit. Okay. We, we do not own the rights. But this song right here was the last song. So my friend used to step a lot. Mm. And her last dance in the hospital was with me. We were stepping. And this was the song we were stepping. And so. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. When I hear it. Little Anita Baker. Yeah. I just used to like break down. Okay. Do you hear this voice coming in? Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. Um, so now when I play that song, I'm just smiling, you know? I smile, I think about those times, I think about like nothing but good stuff. Right. Like I'm I'm no longer filled with the emotions of she's not here and like all the bad grieving symptoms. Yeah, 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 yeah. One treatment of gong, man. I don't know. This stuff is wait, incredible. Wait, wait. So wait, though. But wait, though. Let's let's be clear on what's happening. So you're at gong, <laughs> and they're hitting these bells. Yeah. And you're laying there, and, and you're feeling these vibrations. Yeah. Is that what basically like, happens? Yes. It's like yeah. frequencies okay. that move through you and just heal you. Okay? I don't okay. know the details of it, because we just patients out here. Yeah. But... <laughs> But it works. It right. works. I had no more asthma attacks. Like I was traveling for work the next day and I was packing this nebulizer to take with me. Never used Just it. Just in case. Just oh, in case. Wow. Never used it. That's dope. It is amazing. It is amazing. And so I just want to say like, guys, you don't have to be stuck in these systems of sadness for systems. grieving and I loss. Like that. Systems. Yeah. That someone else has put into place, I'm sure that's what you mean by I that. Mean, I mean, I'm just saying like... Like, oh, well, when somebody passes, then you have to do this. Yeah. And then you have to do this. Or you if you just that. feel that way. Like, yeah. I'm saying you don't have to be stuck in your pain. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. don't have to be stuck in sadness. Yeah. Like, get some treatment and, like, take over those sad moments with exactly. happy moments. Because I, I ran into a man yesterday that I hadn't seen. You know, it was it was hard for us to get in touch with any of Granny's people. You oh, know, so he wow. was like, "Oh yeah, I just heard about your grandmother." And we're out at like a kids. They're having bouncy houses and horse riding in the community. Yeah, and he's like, 
yeah, fella. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, yeah, with the, oh, you look different with the facial hair. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I didn't know. I hadn't seen her in this long and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really? But I I was okay. I was okay mm-hmm. with, you know, re- With him, bring, bring with it him up. bringing it up and mm-hmm. me having to tell him what happened quickly because we're at a kid's event. Let's not sit on it too long. Yeah. I'll give you a brief synopsis of what right, went right, on. Right, right, But I was okay. And I think I was okay because I spread it, the ashes. So oh. I think I was able to release a lot of what I had on me doing that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what? tell me about that, what, spreading so the ashes. We ended up going to water. You know, her favorite thing was like, ah, oh, don't put me in a box. Don't, you know, I don't like bugs. And then she's like, well, I want to go to the fishing hole. Take me to the fishing hole. Okay. So we found a little area by my mom's house in Belleville. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just started. At first, first I flung them. Wait, no. Wait, wait. <laughs> what? First I tossed them like that. And it just kind of blew. And I was like, oh, wait, Granny, I'm going to have to chunk you. So then I tossed oh them a little God. harder. My mom's like, chunker? I'm like, yeah. So then I throw it. And then I'm like, okay, y'all, we can't do that. So then we just started just kind of laying them, just laying them. But I was doing them one by one. I didn't just dump over the entire bag. Where were you, though? Like, were you on a boat or were you at a beach? No, no, we were just standing, like, at this opening in this little grass area. So it was like a... I don't want to. It wasn't a lake or anything. It was like a like a little pond. Like a pond? Okay. Yeah, they fish over there a little bit, and oh. so they had this gap where it wasn't anybody but us, as opposed to us being on the bridge. Okay. Yeah. So because there was like fishers on the bridge. Okay. So we kept walking, and we found this little cutout. It was just a small opening. Okay. Yeah. So everybody just kind of gathered around there. Were you touching the ashes with your bare hands, or did you have no, gloves? No, we all had gloves. Oh, okay. What I kind actually of gloves? still have the gloves. It was just rubber, just like rubber metal. Oh, like gloves. a catch. Okay. 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 Yeah. So we just, you know, and I, and then I and, and my daughter, my daughter did some. Uh, Where did I get the gloves from? I'm sorry. My mom. I might had be doing this soon. So. Oh yeah. No, they were just like regular. Okay. She just brought gloves for y'all. Yes, to like them. latex gloves. Got it was it. just regular gloves. Okay. Everybody didn't do. My, I don't think my mom did any. My mm. son, Jasmine did some. Cece did some. KJ did some. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, and, but then it, when it was time for me to start again, that's when, I, that's when I lost composure at that point. Okay. Okay, and then Jasmine took over and just went ahead on and just okay. got it on out the way. Okay. Yep, and then we just kind of watched them just kind of go away. You know, it was cool. Okay, so yeah. that's a definitely a, a therapeutic release. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I was able to get that energy off of me because I had it on me for like four weeks because she passed. We waited all of this time before mm. we actually did the spreading of the ashes waiting on my sisters to come. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. So, like, what, I, I really, that's so interesting. So, I'm I'm just like, I'm thinking a lot right now because... My friend, her her daughter, she was cremated as well. So yeah. she's trying to figure out like what she's gonna do and want, wants it to be something sentimental, of course. So right. thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. So all right. So let's pivot because we have a guest. Alrighty, I'm ready. And we we are talking about. Um, I just learned last night. I talked to a friend of mine about anxiety. Oh, that's my favorite topic. Man, she was telling me that she actually gives her anxiety a name. 
Oh, what? Yeah, to sort of, sort of remove herself from it, right? Like, <laughs> you're observing it. Like, okay, here comes, she calls her Bertha. Here, here comes, comes Bertha. Bertha. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but so our guest is uh, one of my homies from years and years back through the softball circuit. Forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stephanie. Stephanie is in the house. Say hi. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Stephanie's here, people. Yeah. So do we have an icebreaker or are we jumping into it? No, we always have an icebreaker. Oh, okay. What you got? And it's the same question we ask everyone. Did okay. you ask already today or no. yesterday or whatever day? Last episode, I didn't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Tony Brooks, that's why you got to be here. You can't go to Mexico no more. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll be in Vegas soon, so don't worry. We'll do remote live from Vegas. Okay. How that Ooh, oh, fancy. That's dope. You fancy? Girl. <laughs> Stephanie, so our question for you is, would you prefer to, if you had to choose, would you choose a therapist or an actual doctor? I say a therapist. <laughs> I always say a doctor. I'm a hypochondriac. Why would you say a therapist, Stephanie? <laughs> well, I, I never really thought of just talking about to talking to a doctor. You know, whenever I hear about people having issues and, you know, they can't really confide in anybody, the first thing I think of is a therapist because, okay. you know, that's what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I always pick a doctor. Trust me. I got I got a doctor on standby for this hip of mine <laughs> acting up. Oh, my God. That is so funny, man. So when we ask this question, um, we always talk about how the statistics say that 75 percent of the issues we present to our primary care physicians for are mentally and emotionally related. So they are connected to your emotional well-being. Because that's all that um, disease is, right? They call it dis-ease mm-hmm. within your body, stress mm-hmm. within your body, inflammation within your body. And stress and inflammation are connected to our emotional well-being. So that's kind of why I'm like, yeah, I definitely I need a therapist. Mm-hmm. Because when I, when I think that I'm healthy, when I convince myself that I'm healthy, even though uh, I need a name for my anxiety, even though my anxiety... Is like, nah, this mosquito bite is a lump. <laughs> this mosquito bite, this is a true story. This mosquito bite on my leg is a lump. I probably have cancer. I will be dead within a no, year. My That's gosh. A, y'all don't think like that? No. Is it? No, <laughs> no, what the hell? <laughs> Everybody in the room shaking their head, uh, no, we don't. Yeah, that's anxiety in my life. So then I have to, like, convince myself that, like, no, it it probably is not a lump. Like, it's a mosquito bite because it itches. And yeah. when you scratch it, you were at your uncle's house and they, they come out at night there. Yeah. So As you I, scratch it, it grows. So I got to, like, yeah, create this whole new line of thinking in my head because my anxiety is like nah we about to take over with no logic and no thought right stephanie tell us about your journey with anxiety in your life and like what do you do to manage it and are you anxious right now i am i'm very (laughs) you can tell i'm very anxious right now um okay stop when i get anxious i take three deep breaths try it and see if it works in through your nose out through your mouth come on y'all Now it's just me. We just talking. Okay, that helped a little bit before it'll start back up again. <laughs> before it'll start back up? <laughs> okay, um, what's up? Well, it's a lot of things that trigger it. It's so many things that 
are on my mind. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the little squirrel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's you got it. Once you see get... it, you'll understand. It. You but haven't. You she understands it. So you know the squirrel that's always <laughs> running around trying to get like, the peanut. Yeah, the acorn. Yeah, the acorn. Yes. So that's kind of how I relate my personality and my anxiety is like always all over the place. There's certain things that trigger it. Like um, I start panicking when I don't meet deadlines for school. Um, this is my fourth year. I'm almost done. I just want to be done with it. And it's just driving me crazy. So I've been on autopilot with a lot of things, but my professor keeps telling me, you know, you got to turn everything in. You have to make sure everything's done for the IRB, your review, then you can do your research. So it's kind of like, I just want it to be done. So every time I think I'm getting ready to be done, it's something else. So it kind of pushes me two steps back. And I'm like, am I ever going to get done? And it's just like... What are you in school for? Educational leadership to try to get my EDD. Oh, a doctorate? Yes, ma'am. Of education? Yes, ma'am. Ooh, that's so so awesome, Stephanie. It's kind (laughs) of hard balancing gym, work, school, but being a mom always comes first. So it's like... After my daughter is taken care of, then everything else comes second. Wow. Okay, so you said something interesting that caught my attention when you first started talking. Mm-hmm. And you, I feel like you kind of combined your personality with your anxiety. Like I they're one in one, as, as opposed to two separate entities. Mm-hmm. And that may be a reason why your anxiety is so powerful. Because if you have a very strong personality or if, if you're a mild-mannered personality and your anxiety is the stronger piece of you, it will overwhelm your personality and take over. I never wow. thought of it. That makes so much yeah. sense now that you say it. I'm just – I look at my personality as being kind of – uh, I guess you could say eyeball or kind of weird. So I've mm-hmm. always done my own thing. Mm-hmm. She can tell you in high school, I always was like weird. I stuck out. I never fit in with anything. So okay. I thought you were funny. It Not intentionally. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know, I was kind of, like I said, I was the weird one, the kind of one that stuck out. So like, oh, you're so funny. It's like, no, but I'm being serious. Right, <laughs> like, right. I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry, but that sorry makes, about that. Oh, no, no, it's I can't, I accept it now because, you know, I really don't care too much. I always okay. have done my own thing. So, you yeah. know, it really didn't matter too much what people said. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was just whatever. But now that you mention it about the personality and the pieces coming together, it makes so much more sense. So I can sit back and kind of, I guess you could say dissect a little bit yeah. and think a little bit more because yeah. I never thought about it that way because no one's ever really said that to me. Yeah. yeah. I just was like, oh, personality is my, you know, and anxiety, you kind of said it where they are it's, one in each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. she, that is a part of her identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it doesn't have to it be. It doesn't have to be. Ooh. And you know what else I noticed too? I'm sorry. Go but ahead. <laughs> um, I, I've learned with my anxiety mm-hmm. that if I list things, like I have to make a list of things, mm-hmm. and then that way, if something else is added, as I... Then I can add, uh, as I take this off the top, I'll just put that on the bottom. And it doesn't oh. seem as though, oh, I got to add something else to the list. Got but it. But I won't even put this on the list until something is off the list. Got oh. it. Yeah. That's kind of like my OCD organizational <laughs> issues of my life. Do y'all think everybody has a touch of anxiety? I think that I think so. it can. I know some people who are super calm. Like I have a homegirl. Um, she's actually a coach over at Denby. And I've been knowing her all my life, but she is the, her her name in my phone is my serenity. 
When I go to her oh, wow. house, it's such a calming energy in there Yeah, that I, I'm only woke for about three or four minutes wow. before I'm just completely sleep. That's what's up. The best sleep I ever get is when I go to her house. Nice. <laughs> Man, you said I, you don't think so, Stephanie. No, because I know, th- I know of some people that I used to be friends with, but they become so lazy. Just, I don't. I don't think it's <laughs> depression. I just, I don't know what their deal is, so I can't judge them, but mm. it just seems like nothing bothers them. Like they just don't care about anything anymore. So it, it might be something deeper, mm. Okay, but yeah, it's just it like, like they it. don't, they just don't care. They're just like, so oh, do you whatever. think if you care, you get anxiety? I care about this so much. It's going to trigger my anxiety. That's what I think, but okay. I don't, you know, I don't know anyone else's, you know, view on that, but that's just how mm. I think about it. So mm. yeah, I do think that way. Yeah. So let me pull up just a brief definition of anxiety because a lot of times I think even though we say anxiety, oh you got it. You I got did, it go ahead. No, you got no, it. No, 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 you go, you go. Give oh, us a definition. Yeah, I already had it in my notes because okay. I knew you were gonna need <laughs> She's the definition. Ready. Yeah. So a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an intimate imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Right. So that's what it says for anxiety. Okay. So you're basically worrying about things that you could you possibly con- not you control. control. You can't control. So why are we worried about that? If yeah. it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So and then, oh, I don't know. Nervousness. I don't really get nervous. I get nervous only at one time. It's the same time. But my nervousness only comes mm-hmm. when when I'm about to have a date with Mr. Redman. That's when I get nervous. Oh, okay. So that's the only time. I don't know. It's like school girl. I don't mm. know. Something happens and I'm I'm nervous. I'm comfortable, mm-hmm. but I'm nervous. Like, okay, this is going to be good. It always ends up being fine. Mm-hmm. But I initially will have anxiety about, yeah. I'm like, is my hair perfect? You know, is everything like, because, you know, I uh, like to, I don't want to come out anyway and not yeah. be ready. Right. So. Okay. I My anxiety is like unwanted thoughts. Like that's another inclusion of the definition unwanted thoughts like so, a mosquito so bite example, is a lump okay. of cancer okay that's an unwanted, unwanted thought i don't want that thought in my head get out of here thought <laughs> that's what i'll be talking to a lot of my thoughts <laughs> tony briggs <laughs> get out of that here that was thought. the corniest shit you've <laughs> ever oh, said in tony, your life tony briggs she's been calling me corny since the first episode stephanie you think i care why did, why did you know nope. not at all <laughs> Not now, all. that's not an unwanted thought that she I can't it. control. I don't even think about what she but was saying. Listen, why was you like, get out of here, thought? Because like, that, <laughs> that was a real moment. I was telling myself, that's how anxiety works. You got to change those <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> you got to talk to those thoughts. <laughs> Somebody hear me now. We on a Sunday night. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that's too much. I can't deal with her. I missed you. This is fun. I miss you, too. So, yeah, I mean, anxiety, like, <laughs> I don't know if I figured out the triggers. Like, I know triggers for my PTSD in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I know triggers for, like, mm-hmm. anger in my life. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I if I know my triggers for my anxiety. Well, I know mine. What are yours? Well, the baby is definitely a trigger. Okay. Braylon. But how does but, that show up, though? As a- So, what ends up happening is... Maybe the pictures, I said the other day out loud, I've never said this before, but I'm like, I got so many pictures of dead people in here. Ooh, It's freaking me out. And then Cece went, mom, don't think about it like that. 
But it is it is it's that. And that's could be I'm so realistic that I have to say things realistically. Like they dead. Yeah. You know, and here they are in yeah. the house. Yeah. Yeah. So but I, that's one. Driving, like traffic gives me anxiety. Like on my way here, I'm like, I'm in route. I'm in, and then I got to seventy five and six ninety six and there's traffic. I'm like, why is there fucking traffic? I have somewhere to be. <laughs> so I had to put on smooth jazz. Okay, did it help? Yes, Thank because God. I was like, "Oh my God, Megan's yeah. gonna text me again," and then oh shit, Megan brings anxiety. I gotta tell. Oh oh oh, I bring anxiety <laughs> to you being late every it's episode. Step, step. How I'm is that possible? Look at everybody looking at Stephanie I'm, like I can't believe this. I'm she is something it. else. <laughs> Tony Brooks is something else. Yeah, so we got to figure out what triggers your anxiety. Yeah, for me real. being late for sure. No, no, I no? don't even. Okay, good. No, I you... it does not make me anxious because I know what to expect, and yeah. I just start doing mindfulness before she gets she here. Does. <laughs> she texts me like, "Hey, you want to confirm?" <laughs> I wish she would just call me the night before and say, "Make sure your ringer's on. Make sure," because I was in bed early today. But this is what I don't I understand, Tony Brooks. Number one, nice you, early, but you I took are... a sleeper because I was a little anxious. <laughs> So I took a sleeping pill, like a dozer. I call them dozers. Uh-huh. So I took one, are half you, of one. Are you ever late to work? And it's like, I'm never late to I work. I know. I know. I know. I don't know I what's know. going on. The one time I was late, somebody, oh, Mr. Redman, he, he texts me later on that day and says, hey, TB, are you all good? I said, yeah, I'm great. Why you ask me that? It's like, because you were late to work. You're never late to work. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. You're never late to work. I want you to apply those yeah, same think practices about this to as the work, podcast. Though. On my calendar, you, you think about this my calendar work? is purple. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, so it's like, Eric, you know I had to work this morning. Why did you? you I know. think we just need to record later because we started at 9 and then we went to 10. Now we're at 11. Should we go to 2 p.m., <laughs> no, no, Tony no, Brooks? No, no, no. <laughs> Should we push it to 8 p.m.? <laughs> no, please don't. So anxiety. <laughs> anxiety. I digress. Yes. Yeah, so, so Stephanie, what are some things you do to manage the anxiety in your life, not your anxiety? Um, well, sometimes it depends. I journal a lot um, because it's not many people that I like to talk to, and you mm. shouldn't talk to a lot of different people about your issues mm-hmm. because, you know, always it can go bad. But okay, I journal sometimes. I'm trying more to get into meditating, and somebody yes. even suggested yoga. Mm-hmm. So mostly journaling is what I do, but I'm leaning towards more of those, and I'm even even looking into actually attending um, sessions with a therapist. Oh, okay. Okay, that should so be good. I've I've actually had a therapist card um, from when I used to work at another school, and I've had it for some years now. And what I know, I've, I don't know why I've always put it off but I've had mixed feelings like okay one minute I'm like okay you know what I'm good I don't need therapy I'm good and then the next minute I'm having a breakdown and then I'm like okay (laughs) you do need therapy (laughs) you do need to do something man so it's it's like back and forth but right now I have grown open to the idea of getting therapy because duh it does help yeah it helps but the thing is like you are not alone and mm-hmm. the conversation that I had with uh, my my homegirl yesterday, who calls her anxiety Bertha, mm-hmm. at the end of the conversation, she's like, 
I just wanted to tell you to keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and keep sharing and being open and honest and vulnerable about therapy and what you, you go through and all this stuff because people may not comment because it's still taboo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but they're listening, they're reading, they are, they are paying attention. And it's just so funny to me to hear people say, like, I don't need therapy. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, I think the more yeah. you talk about it, the more you're comfortable with it. Yeah. Like, people have to get comfortable with things before. A lot of people don't just jump out. Yeah. But there are some that will. Yeah. But a lot of people won't just jump out. So if if they hearing people laughing and talking about this therapy and it's so amazing listeners, this is it. <laughs> yeah. Then they're like, wait a second. Yeah. Let me see what the hype is about. Right. right, right. Like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah. Right. Oh man. You just brought that in there. It's That's- a social media. F- that Listen, whoever started phenomenon. the marketing, great marketing. Oh my gosh, who even started it? Nobody. No, somebody who had right. a chicken sandwich. Like this chicken sandwich is good. <laughs> then they dropped fourteen memes, and now everybody's at the chicken place. It's crazy. No, but it's like with this whole therapy thing. The same reason we go to our uh, our primary care physician for a physical. Nothing's wrong. You're just going to get checked out. Exactly. That's how I think we need yeah. to approach oh, therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I nothing see. wrong. You just need to go for a mental, physical. Yeah, let's just see. Let's just yeah. go. But the thing is, if something is wrong, this is where I think people are like, oh, I don't want to get on no medication. I don't want nobody to know. I don't want my job to know. And I know that that's the, the culture and the community that we've created. You know, if you get documented, it's going to be a stigma. But, like, really, it is the opposite. Like, there are so many accommodations for mm. people with documented mental illness mm-hmm. that like you're straight in fact when you get is like, it like if they, they find out any, uh, i mean yeah so like okay you go to a therapist obviously your record is confidential like yeah. your job doesn't even know unless you disclose okay but once you disclose then it's like you're protected i mean you have the biggest shield right because if okay, they fire really you anything. now it's yeah. a lawsuit oh yeah yeah I if they fire that. you and can come up with reasons that's not related there's definitely going to be like a connection exactly. to that mental Good illness. And if you're showing proof that you're managing it through therapy, right. then you're protected. So oh. like it's, but that's, that's the culture that people think. Like, I think that's a big myth of like, oh, I'm going to be typecasted if I get this or if I go here and go here. But no, like not only are you protected, but you're also going to be more functioning, more happy in the problems right. that you had before they should start to subside or alleviate at least in some ways. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I can everybody everybody who knows me knows that I've been in this therapy game. Like I have no I have no issues telling people. But let's also talk about my life. Mhm. I am extremely happy. I'm at a phenomenal weight. I feel like I finally have control over my eating, which I had to do in therapy. Like I had to face every flaw about myself and really try to fix it. Right. You know, everything that I was unhappy about, I had to face it dead on and address it right. and work through it. And I get it. That's hard. That's hard. It's scary. And it's like it's like finding a lump on your boob and having to go to the doctor. For real. That's what it's like. Right. So I get it. Like I get the hesitation. But it's like I told my homegirl the other day. I'm like, what you've been doing hasn't been working. It's not working. Mm-hmm. Right. It hasn't been working. You're not happy. You're not happy with nothing. 
You're not happy with your job. You're not happy with your with your relationship status. You're not happy with your money. Right, you don't have anywhere. To, you can't escape anywhere. Dog. Because you're not happy in any anywhere. area of your life. And all you do is complain about your life state. Mm-hmm. So it's like what insanity, right? Repeating the same thing over and over again and yeah. expecting a different result. Right. <laughs> so, but even that's like with anxiety too. Like we'll just sit back and experience it. I've seen people experience panic attacks in the car. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple of those. And I'm like, so what are you doing? Like, what are you doing for that? Oh, nothing. Like, pretty much is nothing is the answer. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm glad that you at least have a plan to manage it. Do you know where your anxiety stems from? I don't. I just, I really don't know where it stems from. I just know some things that are... I'm aware of what some of my triggers are now. I don't know originally, like, what The root of them. Yeah, but... It's How long have things. you been having anxiety? I don't remember okay. when it started, but wow. I think about f- all right, right around when I started the doctoral program is when Ooh. I want to say the second year is when I became more aware because I started to be on autopilot for everything. Like I wouldn't go to sleep until maybe one or two in the morning because, you know, you have deadlines for homework assignments every day of the week. And then you have a paper due on Saturday. And it's like, okay, I have to do all of this after I come from work. Mm -hmm. Then I have to make sure my daughter's good, help her with her homework and make sure she's good. And then by the time I'm done with everything, it's about maybe two in the morning, then I get up, start over the same day. So it's been autopilot for the past four and a half years. And if I miss a deadline, it's kind of like, oh my God, I'm going to fail. It's it's the end of the world, but Mm, it's not. So it's kind of like after I have that meltdown, it's like, all right, get it together. Yeah. Is is it's happened. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Every day is a new start. So that's kind of what I've been doing. But like she said, you know, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect something different to mm-hmm. happen. So I'm to the point where I'm just over it. I'm like, all right, what are you gonna do differently to snap out of this? Because it's so much you can do with your life than just yeah. focus on this. Like yeah. I don't have I've put on hold relationships, you know, pretty much like living life. I used to travel a lot with my daughter, take her everywhere. She travels more than I do. It's like, I can't do this because I'm in school. I can't do this. And it's like, you know what? Life is too short. Like, you have to snap out of it. You do. And you have to do it. Sounds like school is... That's the story. But it's almost over. It's almost over. So there is light at at the end. I've given myself it's until almost over December. I'm it like, it's almost over. I'm like, this is it. You have to say that I'm with it. a smile. It's almost over, yeah. baby. I'm almost done. Yeah. I mean, what we said <laughs> as in grad opposed school, to it's, oh, I gotta go yeah, back. that's true. You I know, do need to look at a different perspective. Turn your negative thoughts into positive ones. Change your perspective. Yeah. That's something to do too. We used to say in grad school, uh, temporary inconvenience for mm-hmm. permanent improvement. Hmm. Oh, that's dope. Think about that. Let's pivot, though, right? Because we got to move on. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for joining us because I wanted to uh, get you in here and talk about this anxiety. Do you? But let me ask you this. Do you think, just give me a yes or no, do you think you can ever be cured or healed from all of your anxiety? I think so. Yes. That's good right there. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you can too, people. Let me pivot to this uh, Meg's therapy pick this week. Meg's therapy pick is something we actually did today. And Tony Brooks is putting her hands up. You got some information on this? Uh, so I, just, I took the uh, definition and then I put the relationship goals together. So we flying solo today. Okay, cool. <laughs> so the, the therapy pick for this week is deep breathing. 
deep breathing. So, you know, I pulled up the Google and everything like that. And there, these are a couple benefits of deep breathing. So it's a natural painkiller, which is true. I have, I have, I have experienced this for sure. Improves blood flow, increases energy level, improves posture, reduces inflammation, detoxifies the body, stimulates lymphatic system, improves digestion. Those are just a couple. Oh my gosh. With anxiety, you don't breathe. Right. It's either you're, you're holding it in super tense, super tight, or you might be hyperventilating. <laughs> so as we just did, you know, we, we did mindfulness before the episode. We took three deep breaths before Stephanie started talking. Mm-hmm. It really does work. If you can get in the habit of just sitting with yourself and taking three deep breaths at every moment of discomfort yes. and dis-ease, it will help. I do this all the time, multiple times a day. I find myself doing it more and more. Yes, more Tony and more. I'm like, okay, wait, I'm getting a little hype. <laughs> Let, Let me, me just calm myself down. Relax yeah. just a bit. But I can feel the energy moving around and it's like, okay, all right, okay. Yes. There we go. That's You're what's good. up. Mm-hmm. That's my therapy pick. Oh, man. So relationship goals. Listen, I had a lot of time to think about this. Okay. Because I was just like, well, let's just think about this. Okay. So... Um, I get a lot, like I said, I get a lot of anxiety with significance, mm-hmm. right? Some people might say butterflies. Yep. Some people might call it worry. Um, I am trying to now that I've pinpointed exactly what it is to just turn it into positive energy. So it's like, okay, this is happening, but this is, it's going to be good. Okay. I, I don't really like this shirt. But it, you look good in that shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I used to change multiple times. Change, change, what? change my clothes. Change my clothes. Okay, wait, I don't know. Oh, this looks funny. Oh, I don't like the way this fits and this, this and that. Wow. And, and, I, and it'll put me behind schedule because I'm changing. <laughs> I got to change. I got to change. Oh, now I'm, now I'm late. Okay, I'm on my way. All right. Tony but is always late. I had to turn it into <laughs> a positive thought. So it's like not, I don't like the way this looks. It's like find something in it that you do like yeah. as opposed to everything being a negative. So because I don't like the way it fits, this color is popping. Though, okay. Right? I'm, I'm kind of anxious about this, but I'm getting paid at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or so You got to find something positive about whatever is causing the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And then that way... It'll be easier. It's you got to practice it though. It's yep. not just gonna happen. Yep. So you may fail the first time. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. But the next time, you know, you're gonna be in there. Yep. So that's just a part of loving everything about you. Mm-hmm. I love the way my gray hair stands out on the side. So what? It won't lay down. Yeah. I love the way my fingernails grow crooked. Oh well, let me just go and get a manicure. Yeah. You know. So that's good. I try to look at everything as I love as opposed to I don't like. I don't like this. Oh, no, I love the way this looks or something like that. I love that. Yeah. So relationship goes hashtag. <laughs> okay. So what's the take? What's, what's the takeaway? And I feel like, okay, so I, I meant to type this, write this down, but I forgot. But I was going back through my journal. Mm-hmm. Stephanie's doing journal. She, but do you, I read back. So I was reading back something from like 2014. And I was like, wow, you, oh, wait, okay. And I was actually saying all the things that I had did wrong 
in this marriage that made it turn into what it was. Ooh. Just me, myself, not what my spouse had going through. No, just only me. And it was like, you know, you did this and, and this and you did that and you did this. But then I ended it with learn love, live love and be love. That was the ending. Oh, so like that, that is my takeaway. Like you need to learn love, how to do it, how to give it, how to receive it. Mm-hmm. You need to live it as, as as implementing it into your life. And then you need to be it. Ooh, I, love I it. like that. I learned something. Um, it was a quote. No amount of guilt can change the past and no amount of anxiety can change the future. That's something that stuck with me. And I kind of think about it when I'm getting stressed and I feel like my anxiety attack and I'm like, okay, calm down. So I started saying that to myself and repeating it and it kind of helps a little bit. Nice. So. I'm Meg Watt. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening. And I'm Detroit's bad girl, Tony Brooks. You think you've got it together, but you need therapy too.